today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Theo Sellis, registered family therapist, president of Integrity Works. He is with us now. Hello, Theo. How are you today? Doing well. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thanks for taking the time to join us. You obviously teach. You work with lots of millennials, or uh, you know, uh, teach lots of millennials rather. Twenty-seven percent think they will not have a better life or will have a better life than what their parents did. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I think it really depends on how we define what is a better life. Uh, oh, you know, now you're splitting the atom. <laughs> I never thought of that so one. That's why you call me Scott. Sheesh. Now you're going to take us down another road. What is I a good am. life? Oh, okay, you might be rich. You might have two cars and a big screen TV, but are you truly happy? Well, that is part of the question. We have. There is no doubt that financial security, uh, being able to have a roof over your head, all these things are required. We need to have those things. That's absolutely true. And if you just define uh, worth or value of life or the importance of life by being able to have more than someone else had before you, continuing on that path of having more and top enough more, then there is no doubt that, um, economically speaking, this population is going to have less than the uh, its predecessors. Uh, but there are certainly different ways of looking at health, well-being, worthwhile life, better off than just economics. Not that economics are not important. Like I said, bottom line, they, they are. But there's other ways of looking at life and whether or not you are as well off as people before you. So they may not much have much money, but they'll have a hell of a lot of fun. Is that what you're telling well, us? Well, we don't know that necessarily. You do need a certain amount of money. But, um, you know, it, it's interesting. I was thinking a lot about this, this particular article, and I thought about how we generally define the health of the country, and typically that has been with GDP. Uh, but we are also moving towards uh, looking at well-being beyond just that and looking at, for instance, the uh, United Nations Happiness Index, where you look at countries and they uh, interview people in the different countries to score them on happiness index beyond just GDP, which, which certainly is a part of it. There's a, it's one of the main variables that it'll affect. Look at, they also look at factors like the amount of social support that people have, the amount of personal freedom that they have in order to make choices in their life the experience of how much generosity they encounter in their life, uh, whether or not they feel that there's a certain amount of corruption in business or government, sort of their own psychological health and well-being. All these factors uh, can contribute to whether or not you are well off besides just how much money you have. And so um, there's no doubt that if we keep going down this path, and I'm not saying it's a great path to go, I think we still really need to look at health distribution, and people are certainly being more and more aware of the difference between the 1% and the rest of us. Those are really important conversations to have. But at the same time, there are going to be some societal changes that may not necessarily lead you being worse off other than just possibly financially, right? Like are millennials viewing it that way, though, Theo? Or are millennials saying, you know what, I don't want that. I'm just going to be happy. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you that. One thing, for instance, that's very different between millennials and uh, people of our hoary old age uh, when we were younger is that, uh, for instance, uh, it's not a big deal whether or not they own a car. They couldn't care less, generally speaking, mm -hmm. about cars, having a car, having a car. They go, oh, we'll just take transit. It doesn't make, make sense. Or we'll just Uber it. it doesn't, that doesn't matter to us. That's not a big deal. So I suspect, suspect that might end up being the same thing with having your own home. It may not be the end-all, be-all as it used to be. Having, you must... You know, here's the typical lifespan thing. You know, you, you're a baby, your parents take care of you, and eventually you go through that path of increasing dependence. And at a certain age, you have to go off, and you have to have a mortgage and have your own house by yourself, have your own kids, and start that cycle all over again. That may not be the case anymore. Uh, that's not necessarily the case in a lot of countries. 
Um, and it may have some benefits. We're going to have more and more multi-generational homes. Is, is home ownership a North American thing? I mean, you know, they did the comparison in this article of, for example, the cultural differences in Quebec, where it's not that big a, a deal. Same thing in Europe. Lots of people rent there. Yeah, yeah I think I think that, that's, that's the case. There's lots of countries where home ownership isn't a big thing. There's people who will spend money on their rent, and instead of spending a lot on home ownership, they'll spend it on other factors that will improve their quality of their life. Again, it's not me arguing for or against having homes or not. I'm just saying that there's a lot of different ways of looking at value of life or worthwhile of life. So I'm going to go back to what I was saying. If we're going to have more multi-generational homes, that's really a typical thing anyway. We're kind of going back to what used to be the case. We didn't used to just have people have this push towards having their own independent residence, and when people got a certain age, they all went off to retirement homes, whatever. People lived with each other more, and maybe, maybe that will impact maybe the meaning and purpose that seniors have in their lives, and maybe we will develop more respect for young people towards seniors if we live more with them, spend more time with them. Maybe, so maybe there will be more of an emphasis on community and caring for each other rather than the focus on independence that currently is there. And maybe there's real well-being and psychological health associated with more community and relying on each other rather than everyone pursuing their own separate ends and having as much as they possibly can. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.